0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Justin here, 47 North, and uh, with co-host John Segla. I apologize that we've been uh, a little MIA recently. Uh, John's a pretty busy guy, so he hasn't been able to get to these and do these with me. And meanwhile, I haven't had any content. Um, The one that I did make myself, um, the hunting or the, the fishing one, um, it was just me myself talking, and I think it was pretty boring. So I uh, like to have people on to talk with, and uh, I haven't up until now. So I apologize for uh, missing a couple weeks, but we uh, hopefully should be back. And, and I do have some people lined up that want to tell some stories. So if you want to tell any stories, uh, let me know. Just contact me. We'll uh, we'll get in touch and to tell some tell some stories on the podcast um today we're gonna wrap up the 2021 um western north dakota hunt this was just what six seven months ago
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh september i think we would have been pretty solid on the september's as of late
1: yeah i like getting out in the september i'd like to get out even earlier if we could you know right. maybe early enough to try to get a velvet deer at some point
0: right um yeah, cuz I think I think uh this past year 2021 we went that was like the weekend after opener, wasn't it?
1: it? Might have been 2 weeks after opener.
0: Yeah, okay, that that actually rings a bell. But yeah, it was it was pretty close anyways. Yeah. Um so before we went out, um John's brother Cody, Cody that 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 we used to work with and that cody does work with Corey. um they both went out um to our the same spot basically the same area that uh that we had planned to go to our timelines didn't match up so what we could get off work um they couldn't and vice versa so those two ended up going out before us and then the week after me john and our buddy cam went out and, um, so I wish I had Cody and Corey here to tell stories. Um, I don't know if Corey listens to the podcast at all, but he, he says that he doesn't want to tell stories on a podcast. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll break him. but.
1: Well. We just got to get him a couple drinks first. <laughs> <laughs> and then well, just randomly well, bust uh, out yeah. the phone and just start <laughs> recording it and don't even tell him. <laughs>
0: right. Sitting in the ice house year right. later, like finally got this on story but no one of these days we'll have to post some of these from from those guys because they, they've got some good stories um but cody and and cory were out before we were um and i was working uh the weekend i think it was a weekend that they that they t- that cory tagged out um i was working and I get a text message from Corey, and it's a couple pictures of uh, dead deer. Um, he's got one all packed out and everything on his back, and the the head of the buck is is sticking out of the frame pack. And that got me pumped, man, right from the get go. Um, you know, we're already excited about going out there. Um, obviously we're excited about this annual trip and that got me excited right from the get-go that Corey had already got this like pretty decent buck. Um, he's got a crazy story on how he got it too. I think he got, I think he got it at like seven yards, like just something yeah, ridiculous.
1: It was, it was really close. I remember them saying that. I think, it, yeah, I think Corey said it was like seven yards and I think Cody was saying it was probably more like five <laughs> something yeah. like that or maybe Corey was saying 11 and cody said seven or something but it was like on top of him.
0: right yeah and and i'm not gonna attempt to tell the story but i think they ended up or cory ended up um belly crawling like towards this deer and the deer like came closer and he didn't know that so when he popped up to see where the deer was it was like already it was right in front of his face and he was already drawn. So like good call on his part. And then he just, he got it from there. Um, but so they tagged out with, with that buck and we're all pumped and ready to go. And um, so then it was me, John and Cam that, that were going on this trip. And um, I think we did the whole Thursday to Sunday thing again.
1: Yeah. And me and you screwed up our dates on that one as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did. You I took actually, a Friday,
1: Monday off. I took a Thursday, Friday off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I ended up getting Thursday off uh, somehow. I don't, I don't remember how um, getting Thursday off with work and with my wife. <laughs> I don't remember how, how that worked exactly, but um, I was supposed to come back Monday And I came back on, we both came back on Sunday. So um, work and my wife both really appreciated that as well.
1: Right.
0: Um, But so I got there first. Um, When I pulled up, there was nobody in the campground at all, which all the years that I've hunted before, I thought that was kind of weird because it's always been, not busy, but like at least a few people there. Yeah. Um,
1: but what time did you show up on Thursday?
0: Ah, uh, shoot. I don't know. It had to have been two, three.
1: Because I was thinking I showed up around three. Was I later than three?
0: Um, I I don't know. You were an hour behind me, or like forty five yeah. minutes behind me. Um, so it it might have been more like two o'clock. Well, I think I ate lunch on the way down. Um, yeah,
1: I think that's where I made some time on. you.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it, it, I mean, it wasn't late. It was probably, you know, right, right around that two o'clock ish that I got there. Um, it was pretty hot.
1: It was pretty hot when I got there. Um, this whole weekend was hot.
0: Yeah. This whole weekend. we'll elaborate more into that. Um, but yeah, very warm. I think it was like 85 when I got there or something. And, um, I pulled up and I'm the only one in this whole area. So I just parked where we normally do. And, um, I get out of the truck and grab my bow and I'm literally at this point, just waiting for John. Um, and then we're, you know, set up, set up camp and whatever. So I grabbed my bow and I just, I just started walking around. It's all, all public, um, you know, immediately right next to camp. So I just started walking around and, um, just went and, and found some some good little spots. I didn't end up sitting in any of the spots, but there were spots like probably a minute from uh, walking distance from camp. And it's heavy woods, beds everywhere. Every tree's got scrapes on it. And I remember telling John about it. And, and John, you were saying like a lot of times those spots can be overlooked like
1: yeah <clears throat> I I know that I've heard like Remy Warren talk about it and Dan Infault and stuff like some of the really big name guys talk about like yeah 200 yards from where everyone parks there's this little tiny set of trees you know it's 50 by 50 and that's where a big buck hides because no one ever walks there because you can see it clear as day from the road so everyone thinks you can look into it but you can't right and you know those trees are literally butted up right behind the campsite and then they kind of go up from there and then there's a couple of definite little patches from them so like i don't think i've ever seen anyone even walk through that area before really
0: right yeah and and that's when i was when i saw all the sign that i did there are beds everywhere i'm i'm not kidding every three steps there was a bed and i was like I was like, man, this is like, this is really good sign. And, and I'm sleeping like 50 yards away. <laughs> like, like that was, that was pretty cool to see. Um, and like you said, I've been watching, um, you know, the hunting public guys trying to catch up on some of their stuff. Yeah. They talk and about that. Stuff they, along too. Yep. Yeah, they, they talk about the overlooked spots as well. Um, I know I've heard, I've heard, I've heard of that from people from podcasts, whatever. Um, the overlooked spots, you know, it's, it's definitely, uh, a game to play and it's, it made me want to sit there, you know, um, we didn't end up sitting there, but I would not be opposed to sitting there one of these upcoming trips. Right. Um, it, it's super close to, uh, to camp and it, it looks really promising <laughs> trails everywhere. Maybe even might be worth hanging my, hanging my cam in there one night.
1: I think that would be the best way to do it is just hang your camera in there, um, you know, off of like a Y trail or a fork or something like that or an X yeah. or something like off of a couple of trail connections and yeah. just let, let it go from, you know, until Saturday morning. So let it be there for like two days or something, three days. Right. And then walk out there, grab it. And if you have good pictures, just sit right there and uh, if you know, or set up where the wind would be right for you, where you think that they might be coming from. Right. And then it'd be a really easy pack out. Cause it'd be like a hundred yards from the tent.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even just us talking about this right now. Um, let, let, let's do that. <laughs> I think, I think I want to do that. Um, hang the cam there and see, see what we get. Um, that sounds like a good plan. Um, so like I said, John, I, I got there first and uh, went walking around uh, in this, in this area. Um, so I'm trying to explain this on the other side of, there's a, there's a big wide open field. And what I'm talking about is at the edge of the field where it's like heavily wooded. Um, but I, so I walked out into the, into the, the field and I started walking down around the other side. John, I think you had already
1: got there at this
0: point. I think you yeah, had got you there, and at the I was. Truck when I got there, what's that?
1: I know you weren't at the truck when I got there.
0: Yep, um, I think I brought you um, over to where we're, we were just talking about, and was telling you about all this sign that I found that was super close. I, I think I, I think I brought you there to show you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just started walking this field, just just cause you know we had never been in the field. We've been there for like how many years and. We had never been in this field that was just right behind where we were camping. Um, So we just decided to just go walk this field. And when we got to the other edge of the field, um, it we're on the top of a hill. It really drops off. Um, And when I, when I peered over the corner, there were three deer down there, two fawns and one doe. Um, As soon as I crested over the corner, um they all three looked at me and the doe took off and ran into the woods the fawns um kind of like ran different directions and didn't really know where they were supposed to head I think um I didn't want to spook them so as soon as I saw them spook I I just got out of there I didn't really watch after that and um when I'm probably I'm probably 20 yards from the crest of this hill. And all of a sudden I start hearing footsteps and, I, and I, I turn around and look over and these two does are right up next to each other, almost like brother and sister, like holding hands, like, like right next to each other. And they're coming straight at me. Neither of them are looking forward. Uh, one of them's looking left. One of them's looking right. And I'm like, <laughs> I, for a, for a split second, I thought they were going to run into me.
1: <laughs> um they
0: got like they got like 10 yards away from me. I I, had, I was really I was like, "Whoa, that <laughs> like that that was pretty close." Um but as soon as they got that close, I don't know if they smelled me or, or whatever, but but they both at the same time, you know, like snapped their head and like and like juked quick and and got out of there. And um just hopped across this ran across this field. But anyways, for the first what half hour that we that we were there like barely even hunting just kind of walking i mean that's 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 a good start it's a a good
1: sign very good sign when you're there for 30 minutes and you've already had deer within 10 yards of you
0: Right. (laughs) right yeah i mean yeah not the not the buck or doe that that we wanted but that it's a it's a start. It's better than not seeing anything, you know.
1: Right, absolutely. And, and
0: the fact that uh, we saw we saw dough and the dough was out, and this is midday eighty five, you know. And so that's that's just that's good. We had a good feeling after that. Um, that night, well, Cam didn't get there until late. Um, I think it was yeah, I think it was closer to eleven that Cam got there. Yeah. Um so we didn't really like stay up and wait for him or or anything because obviously he was gonna be there way later. Um so me and me and John just got got in the truck and uh I think we initially had just gone out to see if we could see any deer.
1: Yeah, and then we just kinda went and drove we didn't really have
0: a, the game plan, you know, right, just kind drive, of last drive.
1: minute, thirty minutes of light. Looking out, seeing what you see moving around, kind of do some scouting before that next morning. See if you see anything that you want to go after or something.
0: Yeah. Um. So, off of our main road, um, we hang a right, and we're what hundred yards down the road, if that. Yeah. And and there's a there's a field on our left, and and there's a doe um, just chilling in the field. So we decide to you know that that's a public field um let's go let's go see if we can do something with this and uh, we parked the truck and get the bows out and and we start walking um there's a was there a creek that ran through that that whole like tree bed
1: uh, um on the back side of that field there's a creek that's down there and i think it has like a little branch part piece that comes off so like, in like a little time I think it's wet there but I think pretty much anytime beyond spring it's not really wet
0: yeah yeah that that sounds right um and yeah so I mean you were just we're just pushing that piece um, kind of where we thought that dough was gonna be or or was um, trying to be as quiet as possible but I think we were making a bunch of noise uh,
1: It was super dry. I remember, like every step was like crunch, crunch.
0: Everything out there, well, because that whole summer, the whole summer of twenty twenty one was super dry. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's grass was dying. Everyone's, you know, everyone's yards were looked like trash. And yeah, I remember
1: it was it was a hot that people were telling you to water next to the edge of your house because the dirt was pulling away from foundations and foundations were cracking and stuff. Like it was that dry.
0: Yeah, dude, it was, it was nuts. (laughs) That was, that was, it was real dry. Um, And and we'll we'll touch on, there
1: that spring.
0: Yeah. We'll touch on, on, on the dry part again uh, in this, in this podcast, but yeah, that's, that's definitely was kind of an issue uh, with this one. Um, but so we were pushing these woods and we come up on this guy's blind. We didn't know if someone was in the blind. We didn't see any trucks or anything, but you know, if he, if he could have pushed in from the other side or something, you know, we have no idea if he's a local or whatever. Um, so we just kind of kept our distance from the blind and I think that kind of kind of veered us in a different direction than, mm-hmm. than we had initially wanted to go. Um, so I don't know if we ended up spooking that doe. We never saw her again. Uh, I don't know if we spooked her, which is a very real possibility, or if we just came out in a completely different spot because we had to veer in a different direction because of if someone was in that blind we just wanted to be respectful to them and and let them have their space and you know obviously we didn't know that blind was in there otherwise we wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone in there um at right. that at that point and you know picked a different one and whatever um it turns out nobody was in there <laughs> we could see we could see something flapping around in there um i i think there was a point where you could see through like two of the windows and like yeah there's no one in there all right, um, right. but so we, we come out to close to where we think this doe is going to be. And, uh, she's nowhere, nowhere in sight. Um, so we just start walking the edge of this, um, this field. Um, John, how would you describe this at the edge of the field? There's, there's a, a row of bushes or like a half row of bushes or.
1: Yeah. they're like a half row of bushes, like not, I don't know how long do you think that is? Thirty yards?
0: Yeah, Something yeah. It wasn't like that. It wasn't Those bushes super aren't
1: super big either.
0: Right? Yeah. Well, what were they like? Like stomach to chest height? Mm-hmm. Um, Both
1: the same width, probably.
0: Yeah, and um, so we we walk up and and I think the back side of that the back side of those bushes. Um, you, we could kind of like see it, it goes down. Um, and you could kind of, kind of glass a whole bunch of it, but not like what's right in front of you because it's like heavily wooded.
1: Yeah. It's too thick to be able to see, but you can see a couple hundred yards out very right. easily.
0: Right. Um, I remember that being a really cool view, by the way, I'm yeah, it was. like just remembering that now. Um, but, so, while we're, while we're sitting there, we heard something kind of on our right, and it almost sounded like footsteps, um, you know, it and there was no wind this night. I remember that there was no wind, and it was just silent, um, and we heard, like, these footsteps, or, like, crunching leaves, or something like that, and then, um, <clears throat> so, me and John both ducked, and our was ready or whatever. I was on the left side of John uh, right where the uh, bush line ended. The bush line ended probably three feet from where I was sitting. So um, anything that were to turn that corner or come up from right there um, I I had and there's a very, very light wind that night there was virtually no wind and the footsteps got a little bit louder and then they kind of stopped and then they stopped for i think like a couple minutes
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then so like my my heart left like didn't really get the chance to get too excited because because they stopped and i didn't hear anything and then all of a sudden it sounded like running and it was really loud and I would have sworn that it was right on the other side of the bush. It was, it was loud and it was right there and it sounded like some of the sticks were even going to hit me. Um, <laughs> I would, I, I got a little bit scared. I was like, is something going to come barreling through this bush and like, take me out? Like, it was really loud and it was right there. So I, I think I even drew my bow back and I was, I was ready for something to turn the corner. I thought, I thought 100% that a deer is going to just turn this corner and I'm going to get a deer like three yards, maybe even closer. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and nothing ended up happening after that noise. We didn't hear any noise Anything. for, I don't know how long we sat there after that half hour or so.
1: Yeah. 20 minutes 30 minutes probably more like 30 minutes yeah
0: yeah and yes i mean that got me going anyways (laughs) um but there was there was nothing after that just a buzzkill after that um yeah we 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 walked the field back um we left before dark which is something that we don't normally do but I don't know what was our plan, just to just to we figured dra- drive around can, scout.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I think I made that call to head back to the truck because I figured at this point, if we're not hearing anything down here, there's nothing in this field yet. If there was going to be deer in this field, they'd already be out here because historically, right. every other year they've been out there, you know, an hour, hour and a half before sunset. Not, you know, pretty much at like sunset.
0: Right. And then, plus, we might have spooked everything out there walking in there anyways.
1: Right, because it was so quiet.
0: Right. Where the that house. deer was initially uh, standing that we decided to make the push on, that's where we should have been sitting when that deer came out. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's normally how we hunt it. But I think being that, I don't know. I don't know what our deal was that first day. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those first stage jitters when you get back out into it. I remember <laughs> right. going back to the truck and what did we have? 15, 20 minutes of daylight left? Yeah. Not very much. And yep. then just went and kind of popped in the truck quick, uh, cruised up and down. I think that piece of public stretches like a couple miles north and south. Yeah. um and then like five miles east and west six miles east and west something like that yeah and there's roads that kind of cut through the right hand side of it and then through the center of it but you only can get out about halfway
0: yeah so, sounds right
1: and i think we kind of just cruised up and down um And I don't really remember seeing a lot of deer on public. I remember seeing some deer on the private stuff. But do you remember seeing deer on the public that evening? I don't think we really seen much.
0: Not really. I don't think we saw much of anything, um, actually. Um, I don't know if I'm getting my years mixed up. But across the road from that field that we were in, I remember seeing like a pack of like eight deer out there. And they were... all on private.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: remember if that was that night. or if I think, like... no, I think yeah. it right. was. Um, but...
1: I think you're right. Because I think those are the deer that I was thinking about seeing on private.
0: Oh, sure. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that's all we saw.
1: Yeah. And then just headed back, waited for Cam for a little while, and then just ended up going going to sleep and... Cam just rolled on up in the middle of the night and slept in his truck
0: (laughs) yep um then so that was Thursday um then Friday morning we got up early um Cam and myself went you guys remember the story of um that we told about those Wisconsin guys uh that that dude shot a buck with, um, with Crocs and basketball shorts on um, there's in that same spot. It's just like one patch of trees. That's probably 40 yards long um, in the middle of this huge field. Um, we went and sat there, try our luck there and see what happens. And we saw deer, all over the place because we're in this little patch of trees we can see northwest east south we can see a lot and this whole time there's deer everywhere on this piece of private other than where we were (laughs) we were like the only spot that a deer didn't walk into um i had to have seen 40 give or take, um, 40 deer on on public. Um, some were coming from up high and going and going low. Some were coming from low and going high. Um, some were way west, some were way east. Some were in the field on our east and they're just going every which direction um, other than where we were sitting. But if anything, that was a, that was a good sign that there was that much deer movement. Um, I remember being excited about, about that. One of the deer. Well, while we were sitting there, um, we even saw some turkeys. I didn't see them myself. Uh, Cam saw them and they came just out of nowhere and just like started walking right towards him. They were walking straight at him and like, didn't even know that he was there cam said at one point they were like 15 yards from him and he took out his phone to see if he could get a turkey tag (laughs) like because they were that close he's like he's like i'll just buy the tag and take one right now but uh i think was it north dakota's uh, a lottery system and for turkeys yeah yeah and and nor was it season but right um it's just yeah it's just crazy then
1: starts like a week or two later than we were out there for turkey
0: oh sure yeah i think i think that sounds right um but yeah for you know for turkeys to be in that close for him to (laughs) need to look up information on (laughs) licensing like that's that's pretty close that's pretty wild um but anyways so we sat in that spot for a while um we did see one deer that was a, a pretty nice buck uh, that came out of the tree line um, to the south of us. And it sat there and was just eating around. Uh, it didn't really move other than, other than eating, lifting its head up and li- putting its head back down. Um, and it didn't really move off the tree line either. It was just kind of sitting right on the tree line uh, maybe a couple few yards off, and it was just eating for oh probably 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Um, so I'm watching this thing through my binos, and it looked like a really nice one. It, um, I actually took a couple pictures of it. I put my phone up to my binoculars and and took a couple pictures of it that way. Uh, they're not the greatest quality pictures, but in one of them, you can, well, in, in two of them, you can see the rack and one of them, you can see more defined than the other. And, um, that was, uh, that was a pretty nice deer. I think any one of us would have been happy to have that one on the wall. Yeah. Um, for sure. But other than that, like we saw a bunch of deer and there was no, there was no real opportunities. I think there was one doe that came, um, running through, our our area, um, the only thing that got you know within a hundred yards of us probably, uh, besides turkeys, uh, there was one doe that just ran right up the side, and it was running the entire time. There, I don't know if it was spooked by something. There was no there was no walking. It came up to the barbed wire fence and went under the fence, and then it ran just straight by us. So, um, that you know was kind of nothing i guess um that brings us to well john what did you what'd you do that morning because we that's what me and cam did john was not with us he was off doing uh something else
1: uh yeah i still on the same piece but probably i don't know mile and a half two miles away I went back to the same spot that I had shot and lost the buck the year prior. Um, Yeah, the one that you hit
0: that you couldn't recover with the dog trackers.
1: Yep, yep. Um, I went back and sat in that pretty much exact same spot. Um, I was super excited to sit back in that spot because I had the exact same wind um, as we had the year prior. The only difference was it was a lot warmer.
0: And it was a morning opposed to night, right?
1: No, they were both morning sets. Oh, they were? Okay. Yeah. So I I was pretty wired going out there. I remember that. Like, a lot of the times I struggle to stay awake in the mornings. I do a lot of head bobbing and stuff. And I remember just being, like, wide awake and just waiting and waiting and waiting and not seeing anything. Like, I don't even think I saw a single deer that morning.
0: (laughs) Isn't that crazy how that happens like i don't know we as humans like we get it in our heads that like you feel really good about a spot because because of something that happened in the past and you almost try to like recreate that right and like realistically it's like probably not going to happen
1: yeah but
0: it's, but it's like i i don't know it's it's a human feeling that we get you know oh i feel like if i if i just do it again you know i can i'll, I'll fix all my mistakes and do it right Um, yeah, I you guys will hear another story on that here in a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I've got the same thing.
1: I know after I sat there for I don't remember how long it was three, four hours, something like that. Um, I can't remember if you guys were back at the truck by the time I got over there, but I know that I went up to the very peak of that hill and set up my binos on a tripod and stuff. And from the top of that hill, it's like the I don't know, second or third highest point on all that public, if not the highest. Right. And I just glassed and glassed and glassed. And then I started seeing some deer, but they're all like, you know, a long, long ways away, Yeah. like a couple of miles away. So not like by the time you get there, they're probably not going to be there anymore. Right. And I remember kind of watching them a little bit and watching where they went and they pretty much did the same things, as the year prior, like I know that there was some deer out in that field that we were in the night before. Um, and I remember seeing some other deer kind of wandering around and stuff, and I could see some deer out in private. Um, and I remember seeing like pulling up my my uh spotting scope because I thought I had saw a super nice buck on private and I found out it was just a doe when I pulled out the spotter. Yeah, and then I remember being up there for a while and uh I ended up wandering back wandering back to the truck then drove over to you guys and met up with you guys yep and then you guys remember telling me about your morning and seeing deer everywhere and me just being like disappointed because i sat for like four hours didn't see anything and then <laughs> sat at the top of the hill for like 30 minutes and seen stuff but like nothing within miles
0: <laughs> right yeah i, I now that you say that, I do remember you being like, wow, wow, I really kind of missed out. You know, if I would have sat anywhere other than where you guys were in that field, well, probably right, would have got I a shot at something.
1: We talking um, that morning about potentially going to sit, you know, a couple hundred yards away from you guys or something. Right. And then I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I, th- I think I thought about sitting in the spot where I ended up sitting the next morning two and i didn't do that but whatever i guess it is what it is yep um
0: so after that i don't know if we went back and grabbed breakfast from camp i i would assume we did something like that um we decided to go to where i took that shot at my deer the year prior uh where i missed underneath it um We went back to that same field and I, well, all three of us went and pushed it and there was nothing going on. Um, We brought my trail cam and we hung the camera right back on one of the trees um, that has a, where two trails are meeting up with another trail. Right. Um, And we just hung it in that spot. It looked good. There's a lot of sign back there, and we and we we left it there. Um, so later that night, um, me and Cam, John, I don't remember what you did that night, um, but me and Cam went and sat in this field. Um, like I said, same field from the year prior that I had missed my shot at that doe, and this is kind of what I was talking about with uh, with John sitting in his spot you know me going back to my spot and hoping for the best you know wanting to recreate the past and you're sitting there or we we got in i sat in the exact same spot like same footprints that i even did the year before i everything the exact same uh cam went and pushed further than i did Uh, he pushed down kind of where those deer were coming up the year prior. Uh, Cam went and sat down back there I think there was a creek running through there. Um, and Cam went and and sat that. Um, so while I'm sitting in, in my spot, um, I've got nothing but, but good feelings, you know, just like you, John, just like you were saying. Right. Um, just good feelings the year prior you want to fix what you did wrong um you know just kind of expecting the same to come out it was it was night just like or uh, evening just like the year before um expecting deer to come come off of that west side of the field um nothing happening nothing happening and and like we said it was really hot so i'm guessing that had something to do with uh with deer activity um
1: yeah how hot was it um on friday was it in the 90s
0: i do not remember i think there was a day in the 80s a day in the 90s and then saturday was 103 right um yeah i mean it was either 80s or 90s um you know not ideal (laughs)
1: definitely
0: (laughs) Um, not but, no, I, I, I sat there, and I was really patient because I was, I was jacked about being in that spot again. And um, I had a good wind for it. I was, I was really excited about the wind. Um, and I was trying to be patient, and I was sitting and sitting and sitting and waiting, and there was nothing going on. You know how sometimes when you're sitting in a spot, and you start to get so patient that every little movement is like, oh, what was that? Is that a deer? Oh, what was that? Um, like, there'll be like a squirrel in a tree, and you're like looking around. Obviously, you know, there's, you don't look up for deer, but like, you're like, oh, and you're like on
1: high alert. And I'm just picturing you looking up in the tree for deer right now. <laughs> the, the, the tree deer. <laughs> my mind went, I just started laughing. <laughs>
0: But no, like you're on high alert. So like there's, there's noises or, you know, branch breaks. So you, you know, you're looking up, you're looking down left, right, whatever. And, um, there's, there was nothing. There was none of that. There wasn't even a squirrel that came by me. There was no mice. There was no anything. I, it was, I think there was not a lot of wind that night. Um, so it was pretty silent and, I got bored. I was really bored. I was probably sitting there for two, two and a half hours. And I was like, I was like bored out of my mind. There wasn't, there wasn't even anything to look at other than this empty field and, you know, kind of replay my shot from the prior year and think about how I'm going to fix that this time. And, um, after a while you kind of start to doubt yourself <laughs> that that
1: yeah, I know that, that
0: this is gonna that this is gonna happen again. Um and then I ended up I ended up looking over um so my the field was on my left. I ended up looking to the right, which there was kind of this like heavy woods area. And um there were a bunch of trees all over. And I'm just kind of looking around and I'm looking up and looking in the trees, and I saw Um, on one of the trees there was some kind of markings and i thought that was super weird and the markings um you know there's like like four it had looked like a like a claw had gone down this tree and i was like well i know there's cats out here like and then i got to thinking and i was like well cats climb trees like the that this could be an area where like a cat was. And um, so I started looking at, at other trees to see if these other trees had these markings and all these other trees had like these same, these same, like what looked like claw marks. And one of them even, even looked like a cat had like sat there and like just clawed one spot. And it was really, it was super weird. I, not that I, not that I look up, you know, what mountain lions do, but I was like, is that a normal thing? Like, do they make, when they climb trees, do, do they, like, make these, I think it was a birch tree. Um, so, it was,
1: like. Pretty soft.
0: Yeah, pretty soft, and, it, and it's white, you know. Um, so, if there was a cat claw coming down, you'd be able to see it. Unlike on, like, a regular tree where it's, like, that really rough bark. Uh, you know you might not be able to see that but this was like l- like you said white and soft and like it, it, it's something you know something scratched that and and it did it that all over that tree and all over all the other birch trees out there and so that actually like was getting in my mind and i was actually like getting kind of nervous obviously like i i have my pistol on me so like i'm fine but when I, when you're that bored, your mind just starts to, you know, how your mind can kind of play tricks on you. Um, you know, I, I'm looking up in these trees and I'm, I'm kind of getting, the, getting goosebumps and whatnot. And, um, so I ended up taking out my phone and I tried to Google, like how to tell if a cat's been in a tree or like, does a cat leave marks when it climbs a tree or a mountain lion? And, um, I, I could, I don't remember exactly what I googled, but I couldn't find my answer. Um, I had only searched for three minutes before I decided to look out into the field again. And there's a doe standing there, broadside, 40 yards. And my phone's in my hand at this point
1: like, (laughs) not
0: my bow, my phone. And (laughs) at that moment i was like of course this would happen to me i was not patient enough i'm wanting to recreate what happened it just wasn't happening i wasn't patient enough i took out my phone my mind started going and i'm I'm having a stare down i think it was a doe having to stare down with this deer for it probably didn't last more than 10 seconds and It decided it didn't like me and it hopped off the other side. It probably saw my phone screen would be my guess and, uh, hopped off the other side of the field and that was that I, I really kicked myself (laughs) after, (laughs) after that one. And, um, now, yeah, now thinking about it after the year prior, missing my shot underneath that deer. Uh, almost getting a second shot and being blown out by a by a a field mouse Uh, and then this one um, my own mind got in my way and i pulled out my phone and and blew that one myself and i don't know if i want to go back to that spot (laughs) (laughs) i might just stay away from that spot it's bad luck man
1: right bad timing there yeah. Yeah, that's definitely.
0: Um, <clears throat> where were you at that night, do you do you know?
1: Uh yeah, I went out um in a spot that Cody had told me to go to. Sure. Um Yeah, cuz
0: he cuz he was out the year before and or the the week before we were.
1: Yeah, and um, I know that they spent a majority of their time where jess had shot her deer but i think they spent a little bit of time over here oh okay um because i remember they camped over at that other spot too yep um and i was just looking back at some marks i have on an onyx uh, i'm trying to remember exactly where i was and i think i had figured it out and i had parked the truck like pretty much right off of the main road that runs through there yeah and then on kind of the would that be the south side of it and then walked out to the east yep and it made it about three quarters of the way towards the edge of that public still probably only like 30 yards off of the other private line as well maybe 50 yards or something like that and i remember setting up down there where Cody had um, suggested me to. And I don't know if I sat in the right spot necessarily that he wanted me to because I remember seeing deer sign like everywhere besides where I was sitting. Yeah. And I remember sitting in a spot that where I tried to sit in a spot where I could get, you know, not necessarily like, probably be like a guaranteed hey i'm gonna shoot a deer from this spot but like i can see a lot of stuff and i could probably move out of this spot into a different spot relatively easily like i had a lot of cover around me but i could still see very well yeah and i remember sitting out there until until dark and not seeing a single deer or anything and then i remember walking back and i remember when i got about I don't know a quarter of the way back. I remember kicking up multiple deer and being able to see them with my headlamp, <laughs> and just being like, "Hmm, maybe yeah. I went a couple hundred yards too far."
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: then I remember just because I think you guys were already at camp, or by the time I got there, or was that the night you guys were there way late? There than I way later than I was. I can't remember.
0: No, I th- I think we were already at camp. Yeah, okay. Um, That's what we, I was thinking. After I like screwed up my whole hunt that night, um like 5 minutes after that, uh Cam comes walking up and there's probably like 20 minutes left of daylight. And I'm like I'm like, dude, there's there's 20 minutes left. I'm pretty bummed already. But I was I was like, why are you like already here? And <laughs> he said that he had some kind of scare moment with a mountain yeah. lion or, or something I, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember exactly he was, like,
1: real freaked out too
0: yo yeah dude he was real scared I don't, I don't remember exactly what happened but he said that he ended up sitting like right next to a cave or like some kind of like small opening he yeah. could hear like little roars or something and he, he was like nope i'm done <laughs> i'm leaving this place
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so he came walking up uh, early, and he said that he wanted to get out of there, and I was already bummed from my shot, so I was like, "Yeah, dude, let's let's dip," and um, or yeah, my my blown coverage,
1: um,
0: and then yeah, so I I think we got to camp early that night.
1: Yeah, and I think that I had probably like a twenty-five minute walk out in the dark, so not like super crazy long, but a decent ways to walk in the dark.
0: Yeah. Um, that wraps up that night for you, right? Yep. Okay. So the next morning, um, we went and well, so we took what we had seen the morning before that in that, in that patch of bushes, uh, that we sat in or the patch of trees that we sat in the first morning, uh, where, you know, there were deer all, all around us and, and there were turkey by us and whatever. And, um, oh, but by the way, that spot that we sat in that first morning was because of Cody. Uh, Cody told us that he thought that that was a really good spot. Um, So it was nice to have Cody and Corey out there um, a week before us, as much as we wanted to be with them, um, because they could tell us, you know, where they saw stuff, where they didn't. Um, So that was pretty cool. Um, So. Kind of right where I was telling you guys that we saw that buck. Uh, we walked right, kind of right by there. We walked by there and looked for a good spot. Or me and Cam did anyways. I think, John, you decided to go to the, was at the west side of the property? That morning? Yeah. Uh,
1: I think that'd be all the way to the east, wouldn't it? Because that'd be closer to Fargo.
0: That Yeah, that, that, is, that is the east, my bad.
1: Yeah. Um, and I went all the way up to like a tree row that was 30 yards off of private on the yeah. back side of that field.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So John went and sat over there and um Cam and I uh went over where we saw that buck cuz that was now our our main target and we figured that if the buck come came out again and you know we we could be there to to get it. Um, if that's, it's morning routine, we were going to hit it. Um, so cam sat over by where that buck was. And I sat, uh, kind of on, it's hard to explain the other side of, um, this little finger turn of row of trees. Um, and I was probably, I was probably a hundred yards from cam and I went and sat in, in, in these trees, I sat right next to a tree and, uh, it was right on a, a deer trail coming into these trees from the field that we had seen all these deers, all these deer, the the morning before. And there was like nothing that happened that morning. Um, it was, it was pretty, pretty uneventful, pretty bummed out. Um, because the morning before we had seen deer all over the place, um, this morning we saw almost nothing. I don't even know if I saw one, um, sitting there. I didn't hear one. I didn't see one. It was pretty windy. Um, so I couldn't hear much of anything other than the wind and the trees. Um, I think I talked to cam and he said that he saw like two does that came kind of right where that buck was, but he was after a buck, not a doe. Um, so he didn't take any shots or anything. Um, on my side, I, I didn't see much of anything. Um, I, I did see, I did see one deer that, you know, was probably 60 yards out, but that's all the closer it got. Um, so, I, and this was, this was Saturday morning. So, and we're planning on leaving Sunday. Um, So I'm, I'm getting kind of antsy at this, at this point, you know, like I, I don't, I don't want to eat tag soup again. <laughs> so, um, so I decided to, well, after I was sitting and didn't see anything until well after sunup, um, I decided to go walk kind of this, this tree line that goes down into this old river bottom and, um, while I was walking, it I wasn't more than five minutes on onto my walk, and I I caught a flash of white, and um, I stopped and put my binos up, and I'm looking through this like thick brush, um, but there's like one small little opening, and I I see this little flash of white again, and it's it's the ass end of a of a, a I don't know if it was a buck or a doe, um, but it was its tail, you know, just just swinging around. So I was like, well, this is you know, let's, let's, let's push this thing. Cause from where I was sitting or from where I was kind of kneeling at and seeing this thing, I, this was probably like 30, 35, maybe 40 yards. It wasn't that far. It was, there was just really uh thick timber in there that, you know, an arrow can't really get through. Um, And it, it looked like it was, it was feeding and like take a step, eat, take a step, eat kind of deal. And, it was following this river bottom, so I decided that I was going to try and cut it off um, probably probably 30 yards ahead of it. And so I, I backed out of where I was and went to go cut to the other side of the river bottom. And um, I, at, I actually was very, very quiet. And like I said, it was windy that morning. So there was, there was, I had that coverage, that extra coverage that I needed. And um, I couldn't believe how quiet I was actually being. And I, I think that that's one of the few times that I've actually been like super quiet. Um, but so I, I, I then felt really good because I, I knew that I was being really quiet, so quiet that I couldn't even hear myself. Um, and I got into a position Um, to where I could, where I could kill this thing as soon as it came walking by the river. And I would have had that thing at, you know, 15 yards. Um, wind was in my, in my favor and everything. Um, I sat and waited for probably 20 minutes and the deer never came. Uh, I must've taken a different way out of there. I don't know if I actually did spook it. I really don't think I did because like, like I said, I was pretty quiet. Um, and yeah, it, it took a different direction out of there, and 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 maybe it was going the other direction anyways. Maybe it wasn't even heading the direction that I thought it was. Um, but there was a point where I thought that I was going to get that deer, and um, I got all jacked up for that, and then a huge letdown there again too. Um, so that. You know, that that sucked as well. <laughs> that was just, this trip was just a bunch of heartbreaks <laughs> up until this point. Um, right. So after, after that, I decided maybe I can go find it again or find a different one and kind of do the same thing. So I went uh, I went walking around a little bit, and I was probably walking for 15, 20 minutes or so, and I got a phone call from John. Uh, so I said I said, hey, what's going on? he said hey are you are you walking right now i said yeah he said are you like skylined <laughs> like <laughs> kind of by uh and of course right when he called me i was on a, i was on a big hill i was like yeah <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm i'm skylined like you can probably see me and he's like okay yeah i see you um and you couldn't see me no no i had no idea you were you were trying to tell me where where exactly you were and i i just i couldn't i couldn't see it uh there was one spot that i that i could see that i was like oh he must be in those bushes right there and um while i was on the phone with you i walked by the bushes and you were not there and i was like <laughs> where is this guy like i don't see anything the
1: best part is i was like within like 200 yards of you
0: <laughs> yeah no it that was a really good spot that you had and we'll tell you why in a second but um i yeah, I, I could not see you. Um, but being on the phone with John, he just kept saying, you know, like, like, okay, face this way. Okay, just just walk straight, you know, walk straight. You're coming straight towards me. Um, anyway, so while I'm on the phone with John, he tells me, um, I just shot a buck. And I'm like, Oh, you know, that's sweet. And, and he's like, Yeah, you know, it was just, uh, just a little fork, but or a little spike but um you know shot a deer i was like that's that's great saturday morning we've got one on the ground um i i, I told him i was kind of done with my sit i think you even said something like isn't it a little early for you to be walking
1: around yeah i remember <laughs> saying that because like yeah <laughs> i know that immediately after i had shot that deer um like within five minutes there was still more deer moving around and then like i was giving it 30 minutes before i was gonna get up and look for any blood and then i just see you like walking around and i'm like what is he doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was like a later morning but like it was still early enough to where you might get some movement
0: right well (laughs) yeah it was early enough to where i was still pushing the deer that that did come out you know (laughs) right and um yeah you you said that you had a you had a deer on the ground, and so I think we agreed that I come to you because I was already dude, I was so heartbroken already I was just done so <laughs> i was, I was like, yeah dude, like you know first of all, this will get my confidence back up that that someone's getting something out here um so I went over to uh I walked over to John and Uh, cam went went back to camp um and when i got to john uh i'll let you take it from here because i i I had got there and then obviously asked all the questions about you know where he was standing how far was he you know was a good shot and this and that and um i'll let john kind of tell his story on on this deer if you made it this far in the podcast odds are that you like hunting and fishing, or at least like listening to the stories that we're telling. If you guys head over to 47northnd.com, uh, that's my website. That's the number 47 North ND as in north Dakota.com. That's where you're going to find everything that I have already made, uh, all my merchandise, um, if you want to special order anything, if you want to, you know, get anything ordered and, and printed custom or anything like that, um, let me know. There is a Facebook button uh, right on the bottom. Uh, it's a Facebook Messenger button. You can message me right right from the homepage of the website. Um, go ahead and follow me on on Instagram and Facebook. On uh, Instagram, I'm Forty Seven North. ND, uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, I'm still 47 North Co. Um, look me up, give me a follow, give me some likes. Um, I, I try to post updates anytime I get some kind of update, um, whether it be for new products or, uh, or, or like when we did the sportsman show, you know, have, have that updated there. Um, yeah. Give me a like, give me a follow, let me know what you guys like about the podcast, let me know what we can keep out. Uh, if you have any stories that you want us to go into deeper detail, if you have any stories that I haven't touched on that you've been with me on, um, let me know. I would love to share those stories, uh, it, You know, maybe I just need my memory jogged. Uh, if you guys want to be on the podcast yourself, let me know we can we can do that we could I, I love having more people, more content, more stories to share. so thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, go ahead and check out 47northnd.com and use code podcast 22 for 15 percent off your first order on the website. Thank you and until next time, we will see you at the end of a dirt road.